Welcome everybody to another Super House Mini. This is Andrew coming in. This is admittedly kind of a filler episode because we like to drop content every Monday if we can. I am on my phone in my car right now. Forgive the lack of professionalism. We do have a great interview coming in soon, but the interviewee has requested to review it before we drop the episode. So we kind of have to uh, do something like this today in order to um, at least have some content here on Monday. So I thought of just doing a thing where it's just me, it's a Superhouse Mini, and uh, I even have a section called Hitorigoto, which it means talking to yourself in Japanese. That actually was an episode or two a year ago, uh, and that never really uh, panned out to anything more than that until now, but uh, this is not the first time. Anyway, the title of this is called Why Scuba? Because this has been a new thing in my life, and we have discussed travel and stuff before, so this is kind of a part of it. Um, when I came back from Japan in 2009, I made a list of things I wanted to do after getting back to America, and um, one of those things on that list made in 2009 was to get my scuba license. I don't know why, I don't know what started all this, it's just a general sense of uh, general uh, desire for adventure, I guess you could say. So, uh, cut from 2009 to March of this year, 2017, uh, finally got the scuba license. I got open water diver from Patty. There's uh, that's the kind of the main, uh, licensing institution. There's another one called Nawi, which is also pretty famous, but this one is, uh, you know, I guess it's one of the bigger ones worldwide, and it allows you to dive up to 60 feet uh, in the water, and uh, it has, it the, the training was a little bit more challenging than I was expecting, but uh, it was really rewarding to have finally gotten this, uh, set out to do something. I, I really recommend anybody to go out and try to do something new like that and, and, and try to get like a new license at something like that basically took two weekends to get and um, it has really been worth it. I've kind of considered myself a kind of um, tourist. I like being a tourist. I don't think that that's a bad thing and I mean I'm still new to this. Obviously I've only have like eight dives under my belt at the time of this recording, but I have, uh, I, I, it's like you're being a tourist underwater and it involves travel and a bit of adventure. And it's, it was a little something extra to do on the weekends. You know, um, if I can't go to a new country or something, uh, then at least I can go out on a boat here in Los Angeles and go to Catalina or somewhere else and, uh, dive somewhere. Um, I like the extremity of it, the extremeness. I skateboarded when I were, I was in uh, high school and in, even into a part of college and, um, sort of was always more attracted to, uh, extreme sports more than 
um, mainstream sports and uh, extreme music and stuff like that. And it's funny because I'm listening to this podcast as well called uh, The League of Extraordinary Divers. They just started, they're only like eight episodes in or something, but this guy has really great interviews of, I guess you could say, sort of famous divers, world record holders and stuff. And this one guy, I forget his name, but he was talking about how, um, you know, they were talking like, why hasn't this sport, I don't even know why they call it a sport, but uh, anyway, they said sport. They said, why hasn't this sport gotten more popular than it has? It feels like it should have gained more popularity. And he said, I don't know, because if you put any one of those skateboarders or anybody in extreme sports uh, in a in a wetsuit and then mask and fins, snorkel and a tank or whatever and get them diving most of them are going to love it and uh, I thought that was interesting because uh, you know uh, that's what I did when I was a kid with skateboarding I was part of that whole scene so and now I do this so maybe there is a connection I'm not sure so yeah it's been it's been really rewarding I, I suggest everybody to do it um, one of the worst things about it and having to get used to it is like whenever you put on your gear for the first time it's really heavy as hell and I've been going to the gym for four years now uh yeah maybe yeah four years and uh still it was kind of hell kind of carrying that stuff till you get until you get into the water and I've had some back issues before as well and uh just trying to get my back right uh, straight as I lift with the tank on my back and also it can be hot and you haven't like the boat leaves at 6 a.m. leaves at 6 a.m. so I have to bust my ass at 4 a.m. down to Long Beach uh, with usually minimal sleep and then get in the hot fucking weather put on the fucking cost uh, not costume the uh, wetsuit damn near get heat exhaustion and then uh, would put a fucking tank on you at the same time. On top of that, you have to put weights on, which are these like little sack weights, I guess you could say. And that's to help you get down because when you have a wetsuit on, you're too buoyant. You fucking, even with all the gear on, you, you need extra weights just to get your ass down there. So, uh, so that's going on. So it's hard to get used to that at first that would personally that was the hardest thing for me um and i mean there were some other drills we had to do but just i guess with my back injury or something that was kind of rough and it's also it's like the lack of sleep uh the night before I, I usually like i guess i don't plan it too well i'm used to waking up at like five or six but that little extra hour and then having to drive longer than usual it makes it makes it worse but and and then last one of the one like a not the last time I went but a time before that it was like really rough I even like considered not doing it anymore after that because it was it was god I don't know I guess I just really hate that part then then I get in the water and I go down there and I have a good time also just working in the film industry and always talking about movies and video games and stuff uh, with my friends and whatnot, <clears throat> with the rest of Superhouse and everything. Uh, I think there also was 
kind of a drive in me to do something that was completely separate from those things, something that was more part of the real world and not part of fake worlds that we're always trying to create and what we always talk about, and uh, also to do something that was outside of the realm of nerd culture. Uh, Of course, I love that stuff, but it's also, I think, good in, in order to live a kind of more balanced life kind of uh, step outside of that as well. So uh, I thought that going into this would be a good way to do that. Um, One of the kind of ironic things about that, though, is I do think there probably probably is a a degree of nerdiness to scuba in and of itself um, with the gear that you buy. Uh, You can be a gearhead for this kind of stuff and also... um, you know, memorizing the tables and uh, and uh, things like that, uh, the the dive tables, which are the, the have to do with the air that you that you breathe at, and how much you can do at certain depths and stuff like that. Um, I guess you can geek out about pretty much anything, but um, yeah, there's definitely that side of it. But I suppose it's a quite a different type of nerdery than uh, than the other stuff that we usually talk about on Superhouse. So. Um, I'd like to get a camera. I want to get a GoPro with the housing and maybe we'll see some pictures of that. Um, again, we've had, uh, somebody that went to, uh, that lived in Mongolia for a while on the podcast. Um, Johnson lives in Latvia. So we've had him talk about that a little bit. I do try to have, uh, travel, the, the kind of like a travel aspect, travel and culture aspect part of this podcast Um, We don't do it that much recently, but um, it was kind of a way to make things, uh, what you call it, uh, different from other uh, movie and video game podcasts. If we could add a little bit of that, that'd be cool. And that's also why I was doing the, um, you know, we went to Vigamus in Rome and and did the uh, video in Tokyo as well. I'd like to do more of that, but um, this year we just haven't gotten around to it. not yet anyway definitely we're going to have more of that um the next video that's probably going to be made is the one for japan world heroes which is a uh uh sentai and godzilla kaiju type of convention common rider and all that in pasadena so we're going to record that on the uh at the in, in the end of august um but anyway the main thing is about scuba and um just getting back to that, uh, really, I, I don't know how much how much else I can say. I can other than it, it has been really rewarding, really fulfilling. I want to keep doing it. I'd like to get my advanced at some point, uh, and so I, that way I can down go down to a hundred feet. It's when I was a kid, I always liked swimming. My dad took me swimming. I learned swimming at uh, what you call it, um, the public pool in Eclectic, Alabama, and. I was never really afraid of water. Um, I never had that fear. I guess when you go into the pool and you have a good, fun time. Like, you know, I didn't grow up in the 50s, of course, but whenever, if you look at the sandlot, when they go to the pool, that pool scene, um, I mean, other than the fact that that kid starts making out with a lifeguard, my experience was kind of similar to that. I just, it was a bunch of kids from the town we'd all go there in the summer and I got swimming lessons there at the city pool. And then it's always been one of my favorite activities to do. I, um, 
I like going to the beach. I like being around water. I've heard some people they like they like going to the desert. That the the desert really speaks to them as a landscape. The desert's fine. I like it, but I I just like water. Uh, Jacques Cousteau actually says in one of in a documentary, and, and again this is also part of me getting in the scuba. I started watching all of the Jacques Cousteau documentaries on YouTube. They're all there, and they're really fantastic. And he said that uh, he really didn't even care about fish or sea life at first. He it was just he cared about water as an element. He said, and I'm not exactly sure what he means by that, but I found that to be pretty interesting. And I remember going to friends' houses. This is going to be ramble, by the way. I remember going to friends' houses when I was a kid, going to their pools, and I liked putting on the snorkel goggles, and I liked, uh, like there were some toys or something, I can't remember, but like we would throw some kind of toys that would sink to the bottom, and I liked going and, and using the snorkel and seeing underwater and going to get them, and then picking them back up and kind of doing it again. It was like almost like a dog playing fetch or some shit in, in the water, but uh, yeah, so... Um, I just like being in the water. I have a good time. And that's, that's basically it. If you, I mean, fuck, if you want to get a fucking public note, notary, uh, certificate or, uh, what do you call it? License to do that. Just anything. I kind of like am into the idea of going to get a license to do something, learn something new, learn. I mean, I kind of want to learn more about soldering and making my own electronics and shit. I might start doing that. Um, I like picking up new hobbies. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, I grew up way in the country with no fucking um, neighbors. When I would watch kids on TV that had neighbors and fucking ice cream trucks, I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, I, w- I was surrounded by 16 acres of basically forest in eclectic Alabama and uh, absolutely no neighbors. So, what I'm trying to say is it was just me and my brothers there. So after school, didn't see kids at all. So we always had to make our own fun. And we pretty much did. I don't remember getting bored that much, really. I've always been good at kind of making my own adventures and making, uh, and basically entertaining myself. That's something that you, you don't even have to learn to do it when you're in an environment like that. It just comes naturally, especially if you have brothers there. So that's kind of what happened. That's kind of uh, what you could say influenced me in that way. So um, that's it, I guess. Um, I thought I could speak more on this, but I I only have um, eight dives under my belt. I would like to go to Okinawa, actually. That's uh, the island where karate developed. And also, it's kind of the Hawaii of Japan. Even the Japanese people there speak a different, almost a different language, basically, Uh, the Okinawan dialect, and they supposedly have great coral to see, great sea life. Um, some people say it's better than Hawaii. Definitely want to get out to Hawaii at some point. Um, Thailand, uh, Australia, New Zealand, if I can. Um, yeah, anytime I can travel, I want to do it. And now the scuba aspect has been added to the whole thing. Uh, maybe even a live a live aboard adventure where you stay on the boat for a couple nights and dive every day, I could definitely see myself doing that shit. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, But anyway, my name has been Andrew, and this has been a Superhouse Mini. Thanks for listening. We will drop a new episode, a real episode, here very shortly. Check you later.
This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows yeah. how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> you, you pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll be good choice for a weekend. <laughs> for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>